Welcome to Discworld 2009. We're here with the authors of a new diet book coming out soon called Speed, S-P-E-E-D, the only weight loss book worth reading. I'm here with Jeff Tibetot and Matt Schenenberger. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Uh, have you had a chance to look around at the dealer's room yet? Just a little bit. Uh, just, just, just enough that from the walk back here, so... <laughs> Yeah, not much yet to see uh, really what it's about, but uh, all new for us, uh, the stuff that's here. Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting experience. We'll see some costume people start coming through your shortly. seen a few of them. So, yeah. Um, so, anyway, tell us about the book. Matt, why don't you start? Well, I think it came about because we've been in the weight loss industry for uh, quite a few years. Uh, we've worked together and, and own a wellness center, and uh, we, we found that we were always fighting all the misinformation that's out there in the, the health and fitness field. There's just a lot of bad information that... We felt we kind of set the record straight, and so we decided to write a book that was based on a lot of scientific research so that we could kind of back up everything that we said with, with proof, real proof. Cool. Documentation always makes a difference. <laughs> so tell us a little about yourself, Matt. Well, uh, I've been in the industry for about five years now. Got just got my master's degree. We both went through a master's program but a little over a year ago, I guess. Yep. And, uh, uh, been training for about five years and just love it. I mean, it was, I was, I actually, my undergrad was in music. And so I, you've been working in the diet industry for a while now? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And how about you, Jeff? Yeah, uh, a little bit longer. I'm a little bit older. Uh, so I've been in the, the field about 14 years. <laughs> and as Matt mentioned, we, uh, we recently uh, finished up our graduate degrees in uh, exercise science and health promotion. So that's the MS after our name, is the Masters of Science and, and that. Okay. So that's what two, a couple of those initials come from. And you've got a CN. Yeah, so I'm also a certified nutritionist. Nutritionist, okay. Yeah, so I've been that for a number of years as well. Now, Matt, yours says CES. Yeah, that's actually a corrective exercise specialist. So that's uh, so why we kind of work well together because he's more the nutrition guy, and his specialty anyway, and mine's more of the exercise. So. Okay, so it's, it's, it's pretty much a master's So I work nutrition set. in the head a little bit. Uh, my undergrad's in psychology, too, and then in our master's degree, we could take a certain concentration, too. So I took a sports psychology concentration, and Matt took the corrective exercise. Stuff. Okay. So together we can hit all the bases, you know, getting the body moving right and thinking right and eating right. So it's a whole package. Whole package. So do you then also address in the book things like lifestyle decisions that go with diet and, and exercise and things? Because I've always heard that exercise alone or diet alone isn't enough. It's got to be a case of changing habits, right? Right, definitely. Okay. Yeah. You, you, said it, you said it perfectly, but that's actually our, our title is... Uh, an acronym, and it stands for uh, Sleep, Psychology, Exercise, Environment, and Diet. So, cool. Uh, yeah, and we take what's what's called a biopsychosocial approach to weight management or weight loss. Uh, Fancy words, I have no idea what they mean. Well, it just means there's biological, uh, psychological, and social variables that go into it. So same thing, that's basically what you said. Like, okay. The lifestyle. Yeah. All right. So you look at all those variables, particularly if you want long-term success. And that's the problem, and that's really one the emphasis of our book is, as most people know, most people don't lose weight long-term. You know, they'll lose weight for a while and then they gain weight back. And because most recommendations out there are overly simplistic uh, or miss a number of strategies that are needed for long-term adherence. Okay. Now, the book is in production, right? It is. So you're, so you're getting ready to publish. A tax release is coming up when? Well, we're hoping in about a week. By next Friday, about you know, about a week or so, we will have okay. our, our initial release. Awesome. So Very excited. Uh, once the book is released, do you know where it'll be available uh, off the top well, right now? Uh, right now, definitely on our website, it's, uh, speedweightlossbook.com. Okay, so is there a period between each letter on the website? Uh, 
nope, no periods. No, that okay. would mess everything up. <laughs> I don't even know how to make that happen. Uh, and also Amazon. Uh, okay. It'll be available up there. So. Awesome. Uh, all right. So did you guys just fall into writing as part of your careers here, or was this a project you decided to do years ago, or have you always Somebody wanted to write? Ago, I guess. So you know, I, I've been wanting to, because I've been in the field a little bit longer, I've been wanting to do this for a while, and then as Matt and I have been working together for a number of years, like he mentioned, of why we want to do this. And plus we wanted to try to get information that tends to be spread out over multiple different books. Like a number of authors talk about a single aspect that we talk about, but we wanted to combine it all together so our clients have a place to go and really get all the useful information in one spot. So that's what our goal was, to, to try to get that all uh, all together in one spot. Okay, cool. When you guys put this thing together, our first question is, are you planning other writing experiments and projects in the future? Uh, yeah, actually, we, we were just talking about this today. Uh, probably our, our next next project is, is probably trying to get published in the scientific literature, so to get to get published in a medical journal or something like that, and okay. we've decided on a topic for that yet or not. So, your research is based on studies of, of other people's at this point, right? And so you're planning on doing a study of your own, right? To, yeah, either, to, either to be able to publish, some sort of study or a review or something like that. Yeah. Awesome. So we can actually get published in one of the journals. Uh, well, that would be journals. cool. Yeah. yeah. As you look back on what you've done with this book, did you have any kind of a writing routine at all, or kind I mean, of with with because I know as as an author myself, it it it's fairly straightforward. You know, when I get down and I sit down to write, I write. When I don't, it doesn't happen. But with with more than one person contributing to the same volume, you've got potential issues here above and beyond differences of opinion. True. There's what to include, when to include it. So at the beginning, though, we did have a, an overview of, okay, we're just going to take sections at first and work on specifically, and then we collaborate afterwards, and then, you know, we both contribute to the whole book, but we, we, we took sections, worked on those, and then we got together and looked at them together. So that was uh -huh. our main... Right. So did you have then uh, specific writing schedules as far as how often you wrote or anything like that? Uh, a no, discipline of any sort? Well, we had a timeline that, that we wanted to be done. I, I think, I mean, we wanted this book to be out six months ago, but as probably most authors, <laughs> it, you know, yeah, you, not quite there. And, and You want it out three months after you start writing and right, right. to be published within a week and then to start seeing the money roll in a couple of days later, right? Yeah, right. Sure, and then two years later, you're, you're bumping it back every month. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, the first or next month, we'll be ready to go. You know, so. so we did have some timelines, but that helped us to keep on a decent schedule of, okay, well, you know, by the end of this month, we got to have these chapters done and, and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, we're here. We, we made it. You know, it could have been a little bit quicker, but uh, we're pretty happy uh, the timeline it took us. Matt, did you have any, uh, what, what would you say was, was the most challenging aspect of helping to write this book? Oh, wow. Uh, probably, I mean, for this type of book, uh, compiling all the research and actually trying to decide what I was going to say about it. Because <laughs> uh, I, I handled, uh, well, my first job was to handle the exercise chapter, and man, there's a ton of research on it out there, and uh, some of it doesn't say the same thing. They, they don't all agree, you know, so I had to try to weed through it and decide, all right, well, why is there disagreement between the research, and were some studies done improperly? That, that was probably the most most challenging part, wow. aside from editing the stuff Jeff mm -hmm. wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished dealing with an editor on another book where we we had discovered some 
inserts that happened after the book had gone to final review. And we had probably 10 pages worth of overall, 10 pages worth of additional inserts that never got into the first draft. Okay. And so we had to send it back to the editor for approval and all that kind of stuff. Did you guys have issues like that where either missing stuff or stuff he thought should be in but you didn't or you didn't include? Or well, there, there was at least one time where somehow we thought we were saving stuff to a file and it, we weren't apparently, so we had to revert back to an older file and I think we kind of pieced it together. So we, we lost a couple of that. That probably is what screwed up our timeline mostly. A little bit at the end because we were, you know, we were trying to save, you know, each time we make a revision, a new date, and something happened, yeah, like Matt said, and we, we kind of... <laughs> we lost a few weeks on that one. But. Do you think you guys will ever explore other areas besides nutrition, diet, and exercise? Have you thought Possibly, about that? I mean, actually, one of our projects might be like a, a book geared toward athletes, okay. uh, which will still include diet and exercise, uh, but, but more rather to the general population, more to like a like weight class athletes hmm. who have to make weight but we want to wrestling do it or something. wrestling or fighting or something like that so you'd pretty much like to stay in in the non-fiction area pretty much in in the area of your expertise yeah so, yeah, I think so. Yeah, try and avoid I mean, all that other fiction political religion stuff right uh, yeah, no, we'd like to read some of that. Yeah. Um, writing yeah. about it's not our expertise. And, ah, you know, okay. I'd rather write to that and <laughs> keep that to others. And, uh, well, we want to be the dominant voices in this field, hopefully, and okay. let others take over the other. Right. I mean, fields. who knows, you know, 20 years from now we might start though, writing about. Right. Though in our book, we do, we have a chapter about what is quality evidence and critical thinking. So we do kind of slide into that a little bit of just mm-hmm. what it takes to be a good critical thinker and how to evaluate information, any kind of information. So we do have a, uh, our appendix, one of our appendixes. Is on Using that. critical thinking yes. in the decisions that we make every day, for an example. Sure. Yep. Choosing what we eat, when we eat it. Yep. And just all information, like how to, you know, why would some information be considered better than other information? So, for instance, uh, anecdotal information, which is the dominant information in the health and fitness field. So anecdotal information is, I used this supplement and I lost 50 pounds, or I got on this silly stepper machine and lost 60 pounds. I was just talking about that earlier. So the that's stuff the that people, the, 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 that's the what's out there. But that has really no, in a scientific sense, that has no weight or bearing because there's so many variables that can cause a change. So they may take that supplement, but at the same time, they actually change their eating style, mm-hmm. they change their exercise. And they change their thinking process, all these other things. So for us, anecdotal information is useless in, in a scientific sense. It's great that people get results, but recommendations shouldn't be based off of anecdotal information. There's, and so we, uh, we discussed that in the chapter of what, how to determine like, what information actually has good support for it and how we figure that out in science. In the exercise side of it, I presume that there's a certain correlation, as he was talking about, within uh, you know the quantity and quality of both the exercise in relation to the diet, as well as the relation to the activities that a person is doing in addition to exercise. Uh, how much of a correlation is there? And I mean, is it a big thing that we should really be thinking about? as we go about our daily lives, or is it a little thing relative to... That's, that's actually a really good question. That's, uh, that was one of the surprises, at least for me, when we wrote it. Is I expected to write this chapter about how exercise was awesome and you should do a whole bunch of it. And uh, When I started looking through the research, it was more or less, you know, it'll... As far as weight loss, it, it won't increase the amount of weight you lose, typically, when you combine it with uh, a diet, a weight loss diet. 
um, but it will help maintain muscle and bone, so lean tissue. Uh, and so you'll lose more fat while you're losing weight, which is a good thing, and that's great for health, and it's great for the way you look when you're at your goal weight and all that stuff. Um, but so the recommendation we make in, in the book is uh, resistance training, which is you know lifting weights or you know even body weight push-ups, stuff like that, uh, a couple times a week. And then after that, I just say kind of do what you like, you know. And, and there's a there's a big psychological. Uh, benefit to exercise, and, and some of the research on that shows that you don't get the same benefit from exercise you hate as you do the of exercise you enjoy. You know, so if you like to take your dog for a walk, go ahead and do that. You know, and if, if you don't like being on the treadmill, don't do that. So somebody likes running but they hate swimming, definitely run. Or yeah. if they like swimming more than running, then sure. yeah. go swimming. Yeah, to a certain extent, you know, and and that helps for long-term success too, because if you like it, you'll tend to do it more often and for a longer period of time. If you awesome. hate it, you know, you're not going to want to do it. Yeah. And that's cool. why actually on the cover, uh, you'll see that uh, <laughs> we, we say exercise is overrated, you know, and because <laughs> when we looked into it, it, it is. I mean, it's good for you, and we really detail, you know, that aspect. But really for weight loss, uh, it's okay. So you guys have written the book. You've been working in the field for several years. What, what do you do in your free time? Surely you're not. <laughs> That's funny. Every <laughs> <laughs> time. writing a book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the course of writing this book, we got our master's degrees and we yeah, run, run, a run a business. And, yeah, so yeah. Uh, so we, do you, we do have a little bit. You of run a business. So you have a, 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 a clinic here in the valley? Yep. Where's that at? In Mesa. It's uh, right around Stapley and Baseline area. You know where awesome. that is? Awesome. Okay. So oh. does the clinic have a, a website? Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. That's getleanstaylean.com. It's, it's Lean Wellness Center is the name of the place. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Another actor. And we like those. <laughs> uh, we both play, uh, well, I'm, I'm taking some time off now. We both play dodgeball in our spare time. That's our oh. thing. Yeah. I will remember to stay away from you when there's a ball in your hand. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. And I did um, get a headhunter award for that. Yeah. yeah, he throws well, high. Then here's a question for you. What did you do? You, you've been working together on the book for however long it took. Now you've hit the point where, okay, you've got the manuscript. It's finished. How would you celebrate? Well, we haven't really yet until uh, we were really waiting to uh, get our first one done. Because okay. we're really working on it now. We're doing a couple little revisions. So mm-hmm. once we get the initial run, we get that first X amount of books, we'll probably go out and have a beer or so. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's kind of tame. Once we sell our first thousand or a couple thousand, then we'll probably celebrate a little bit. Right, right. We'll well, that's awesome. Hey, I want to thank you guys for coming by. appreciate you, especially coming out to an, an outdoor event like this. and to see all the weirdos in there. No, it's great. So, no, it's always nice to get but, out, uh, and we're really excited to, uh, you know, be at the point now where we're talking about our book and then promoting our book. And we're, we're at that point. Awesome. Now. That's great. That's great. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. Right. Bye bye.